Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first Cow Daily of the new year. You'll see down there in on the screen under my name, Happy New Year. And that's as happy as it's going to get because I'm just going to level with you in the spirit of honesty and whatever. I'm not happy. Um, I've had to fully force myself to do this today, like properly, properly force myself. Um, I'm, I just can't even get into why, right, like at this point, but honestly just so hard to get this done today i don't even i don't even know <laughs> what to say i'm going to stick the tunes on in the time on a tradition though we'll wait for people to uh, join after the lag and all that see you in a bit well wouldn't start joining people will be joining you see on the screen there live chat crew how are you getting on why let me know let me know how are you doing been a while right that'll do that let me crack on um as i said you if you just join the stream now I've had to make myself do this today. So let's see where we end up. Anyway, first thing I want to say is this. Um, two years ago today, um, Alice Wolf and I were doing a live stream. Um, and it says, yes, this test live stream. Those who may have missed it, etc., etc. Back then, and I don't know if you can see it on the screen or whatever. And for a while before that, um, I was suffering with what I now know to be long COVID um, and I mean it's you know it still has its impact but I've managed as you know if you've been listening for a while um, to come through the worst of it and it's one of the things that's made it's like so um, charged to actually um, keep fighting for this and the reason I want to bring this up I want to just thank Alice Wolf I texted her this morning with this very thing and just um, told her how much um, her support back then meant to me. Because what you might not realize is, like, without her, I wouldn't be here now. And I don't just mean, like, doing this. I mean, quite possibly life. Because what was happening at the time was um, I didn't know whether my brain was going to work properly again. I'd um, had, a, had it where my physical body wasn't working obviously because I had a spinal surgery in 2017, which was then led into obviously the pandemic. And before that, um, not not far off the anniversary for that, my pal, he died. And um, that was in January of 2019. Um, I also now know that in August 2019, I was incredibly ill. And I mean, it, it basically, it seems like it was OG COVID and that's what triggered this. Um, this year, I hope to be able to afford to get um, some testing done, some blood work to find out exactly what the picture is. I'll obviously share it with you on here when I can afford it. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just wanted to big up Alice Wolf. I mean, obviously, I'm having a bad day today, but like a bad day alive is better than a fucking 
a day not here, I guess. And that that is how it went down. So um, always be grateful to Alice because she got it and she understood and she was so patient with us. And I think a lot of people don't realize that back then they were just kind of like broadcasted kind of rehearsals. I think I might still have footage. I don't know if I deleted it or not. I might have deleted it because it was too painful. But before uh, the date that you see on the screen there, we were doing these like sort of non-live rehearsals. And there was one of them in particular. I had to stop in the middle and I just started crying. I was like, this is hurting my brain, trying to like um, string a sentence together. And uh, people who um, have had long COVID or things of that nature that will know. I mean, when we say brain fog, it's effectively brain damage, man. We'll come up with these nice little phrases, don't we? Um, I went through a lot also as well this time last year. I think it might even be to the day um, I was knocked off my bike by a car. I kind of minimized it at first because of all the stuff that went before. So I don't know what I'm feeling right now, to be honest with you, but I just wanted to show up today. I, I I've got so many. It's crazy, man. Because like, I was talking to my partner about it the other day, and I was saying like, I've got so many kind of like traumatic sort of dates for bereavement and all all manner of other stuff that I don't um like know whether I'm coming or going. Some month, you know. I mean, June's a good one as well, and it's like, you know, you have to adapt and you have to learn new ways to do it and. Friends are important for that, and that's why I wanted to thank Alice. Um, so, yeah, thanks, Alice. Cheers, mate. And, um, yeah, just what what a torrid time it all was. But we're here, and um, I promise you this, I'm going to just keep trying with what I've got to give on any given day, and this is what I've got to give today, so this is me trying. One of the positive things I wanted to start the air off with that I saw was this, and it's Project Feed the Hood. And you know how we talk a lot about like 1% gains and things that we can do, which are going to um, like help. People talk about a sense of hopelessness. And I think in 2024, um, things like this can provide hope. So basically what Project Feed the Hood is, is taking um, some, like it says here, it's in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So it says vacant lot. It's a thriving community garden. Uh, there's a before and after picture on the screen for audio people. And I'd love to see things like this spring up um, and obviously cut out the sort of economic system of food and actually um, give food to people or at a low cost to keep that thing running, to buy like a new spade when it snaps or things like that, you know. Um, so um, when I posted this earlier, there was somebody saying they just got um plans to do this but they were struggling for volunteers so we're going to progress this and we've, i've asked that person to come on i haven't seen whether she's got back to us yet actually um so today i'll do my best for you um and we'll take it from there i mean it's not a great way to start the year but i want to point out this time last year i did a new year new me feeling great thing because i was literally last thing i said on that podcast was I'm going to jump on my bike, and <laughs> I did, and some dafty knocked us off. So um, I, my face still hurts, like it knocked my teeth out of position. And I mean, you've seen the pictures and that. Um, I'm still rehabbing my shoulder. It's just like never ending. I just like there's a lot that's just come on top this week. You know what I mean? First week of the year. So things can only get better, Ed, eh, Dream. Anyway, we'll see who's in the comments.
Right, so we'll see who's a boot. Leon's a boot. Nice to see you, pal. Zoe's in. Nice to see you. Joanne, nice to see you, mate. Um, who else? B60 Boom One. Arit. Hello, Jojo. Nice to see you. Bob's in the house. Nice one. Um, Joanne's saying, hope Alice is doing okay. She's like, oh, she's getting better, mate. She's doing canny. Um, nice one, Michael. Hello, Kirsty. Nice to see you. Hope I missed anyone. Hello, John. Nice to see you, pal. Um, hope I haven't missed anybody. Don't know if I have. Joanna saying, my brain has slowed down a lot post-retirement, let alone illnesses. We appreciate you being here, mate. You're the straws I grasp. But I appreciate that, mate. I do. I try my best. I try my best. Uh, Today is a particularly tough day for me personally. But as I say, I've made myself turn up. Um, I don't know what, which way that's going to go. But here we are, Zoe says. Love this Feed the Herd. Our streets are growing veg in our back gardens two years ago. Share it out amongst ourselves. It's great. Exactly that. You know, it can just be a group of neighbors just agreeing, I'll grow this, you grow that. And then it goes from there. Die the air, you know, says love to Alice. Indeed, always. Kelly Turnbull, hello all. All right, mate. Stephen Jackson, good to see you as always. Nice one, mate. All the best here. So, got a few different things we want to talk about today. I shall put some up on the screen. This one, just to start off, um, Frank Kitson, mastermind of Britain's dirty war in the north of Ireland, has died at age 97. His brutality in Ireland, the Mau Mau Rebellion, the Malayan X emergency in Cyprus, EOK uprising, was notorious and unrepentant, a bloodstained claw of Britain's crumbling empire. Quite often we um, point our fingers at, like, you know, depending on where we're born, it's people from the opposite country, but that's when we get into that football team's mentality. And that's mind poison quite frankly um i've got no, nothing really to say about kits and i just wanted to like point it out that many people will never know who he is and i just wanted to point it out so you could see and understand for a lot of people that's kissinger or you name it what else? <laughs> um, just a little thing. Andrew Lloyd Webber asked priests to bless London, home of a poltergeist. Impresario says ghosts would pile up theatre scripts in obscure room, but finally left after priest's visit. Um, I just want to say something about that, right? This motherfucker flew on our money from New York just to vote in the House of Lords um, to, oh, I can't even remember what it was, but it was something about like, cap and benefits or something it was something like horrifying and he claimed first class flight and da, 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 you know so i hope that's one of the many people who died from austerity haunting the fucker quite frankly happy new year you prick this one i just want to kind of like report it i'm not going to give you an opinion on it um you probably understand why but here it is. So anyway, at Loki Online says, meet Alan Dershowitz, tip to be Israel's lawyer in The Hague next week. He, Loki, has um, linked a screenshot from the Epstein files release from some court stuff. I'm not going to read out what's said because it is really triggering and whatnot, but it describes um, allegations of rape and sexual assault by Dershowitz himself. So anyway, why am I bringing this up? Breaking. The International Court of Justice announces a public hearing on January 11th, the 12th, for South Africa's case filed against Israel over genocide in Gaza. Historic moment for Palestine and all of humanity. 
This is from Adbarak Ravid, a journalist. He says, Israeli officials say Netanyahu wants Alan Dershowitz to represent Israel at the International Court of Justice in The Hague. Hearing next week about South Africa's accusation that is conducting genocide in Gaza. I called Alan Dershowitz, who didn't deny and said I can't comment about it at this time. Again, just reporting. Uh, this is from Ashok Kumar from the newly released Epstein files, Epstein for Stenmeyer and Jane Doe, number three. To have sexual relationships with former Harvard Law Professor Alan Dershowitz, a close friend of Epstein's and well known criminal defense attorney, Israel's proposed Dershowitz to defend them at the ICJ. Um, it's a bit of background from the New York Times. Dershowitz was part of clemency effort for pedophile tied to Middle East talks. Reports say US officials discouraged, discouraged idea of commuting George Nader's 10-year sentence for child sex trafficking, while then Israeli envoy Derma was non-committal. Um, also, this is an article that Dershowitz wrote, and this is statutory rape is an outdated concept. Um, from Twitter, this will go down as one of the most unbelievable, but have you condemned Hamas yet? Dershowitz wrote this article wanting the age of consent lowered so that men couldn't be convicted of raping 15-year-old children. Um, as I say, I'm just reporting this is a matter of historical record. Um, what we have here, um, this is unbelievable. I'm not going to play it because it was on Fox News and it will be copyrighted. Um, but what he was interviewed on Fox News, Dershowitz, I think it was yesterday, um, and his response to um, this being put to him about Epstein was, I want to have a list of all the radical feminists who are pushing hard to get the names from the Epstein list revealed. I want to know how many of them have ever actually condemned Hamas for the rapes. Okay. Um, so here's another one, uh, just for the historical record. Alan Dershowitz helped sex offender Jeffrey Epstein get a plea deal. Now he's tweeting about age of consent laws. I'm going to continue to speak out until the day I die, the Harvard Law professor told Vox. Um, just a, an aside here, this from 19th October 2021 in The Independent. Steve Bannon, who we spoke about on this show quite a lot, made friends with Epstein because he believed he was a spy, report claims. He was trying to replace Epstein as a source for information from various intelligence networks. And again, reportage for you. I'd just like to point this out as well. The Times of Israel's Hebrew sister site, Zaman Israel, reports that Israeli officials have held clandestine talks with the African nation of Congo and several others for the potential acceptance of Gaza emigrants. Congo will be willing to take in migrants and we're in talks with others. A senior source in the security cabinet tells Shalom Yerushalmi. Um, we were speaking about this yesterday and it would seem... But we'll find out, I'm sure, well, I hope we'll find out at the International Criminal Court that um, this could meet the threshold for the forced displacement under the whole genocide case. Um, obviously, under law, um, duress is the most important thing. And obviously, bombing people's, bombing people's homes, you, you, how could you find um, anything that was uh, more open and shut than that? But we'll see. We'll see what the legal process does. Um, just in the interest of balance, numerous court documents that identify an associate of paedophile Jeffrey Epstein have been made public. Some of the high-profile names in the court documents include Prince Andrew, the former U.S. President Bill Clinton, Michael Jackson, and the magician David Copperfield. Uh, there's plenty more, but um, at the time, going to, going to publish, whatever we want to call this, um, that's what we'll have. Um, I haven't had a chance to go look any deeper, but that should be enough. Um, also, one thing I want to remember is... Uh, Remember to say it is as well. 
never ever slip into this like it's a football team there's people on all sides of the so-called political spectrum as we're shown it at least um and as i say in the interest of balance dershowitz would be more on the right in america um bill clinton you know ostensibly sort of liberal left president people would have would have said or would have thought um there he is front and center let's see how that one plays out there um, this one I just wanted to like point out and just have you seen this picture of a Christmas of like how staged is this? And then like re- basically for audio people, it's Rishi Sunak's family. Um, he's two little girls, his wife, and him cooking. The tagline reads "Spot the people who've never cooked for themselves in their lives." It certainly looks like that, and I just just this whole Union Jack jacket thing and it's just all playing to some of the worst people and just this imagery it's just such a fucking beg to the wrong people i just uh, yeah i just wanted to show it so anyway another thing i wanted to show um there's a picture here and this from amanda who on twitter taken on january the 3rd 2024 and year five of an airborne virus pandemic um public health fail it says what it is, help prevent the spread on a table and there's a, uh, there's some sanitizer. We've talked about this before on here and we'll talk about it now. The start of the pandemic, we were wearing baggy ass masks that were about as much used to chocolate fire guard and were sanitizing our hands to an airborne virus. So basically, just cutting straight to the chase, what we really should be doing is wearing FFP2 masks and above and cleaning the air. Um, as you can see here, somebody's used Photoshop and mocked it up. So really what it should have is uh, help control the spread. And there's a box of FFP2s on the desk. It's a huge like failure in public health messaging. And I hope in 2024 now we can really change that around. And you know what it is? I'm really starting to see some people coming around to it. And sadly, it's because it's touching their family. It's quite a few people actually. And one of the heartening things over Christmas was writing that Christmas guide. Quite a few people have invested in, um, like, in, in, in terms of purifiers, the virally spray, and other things too. Um, and it's been really gratifying when people get in touch and thank us. And I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Um, I feel really low and down generally today. And, um, that's been one of the things that's been really helpful to us, you know, um, when people tell us that like the things that we're putting out and we're working on and we're trying to make better um, benefit them. And I'll tell you why that in and of itself makes us feel good. You know, um, it makes us feel good that um, I've helped, but also that like, you know, there's people with kids and whatever, and they're saying like, you know, um, somebody in the family had COVID over Christmas and because of the sprays and whatever else, um, Nobody else caught it, which is like, you know, we're just trying to literally stop the spread. I mean, we've got to adapt and actually live with COVID here. But anyway, that's that's the crack. Um, also as well, if you think you're having a bad day, which I um, I take some heart from looking at this. If you're on the audio, you just want to see this before and after picture by going to youtube.com forward slash cow daily, going to the live tab and selecting today's show. Um, you'll be on 19 minutes if you want to see what that is. Anyway, something I want to read out, and this is from David Graeber, who's a great um, 
great writer, or was a great writer. He's sadly not with us anymore. Um, and shouts to Phil from Leeds, who gives a nod about Graeber recently. Uh, so this is from David Graeber, Hope and Common, and um, an account on Facebook called Slack Bastard from Australia posted this excerpt, which I shall read to you now. Hopelessness isn't natural. It needs to be produced. If we really want to understand this situation, we have to begin by understanding that the last 30 years have seen for the construction of a vast bureaucratic apparatus for the creation and maintenance of hopelessness, a kind of giant machine that is designed first and foremost to destroy any sense of possible alternative futures. At root is a veritable obsession on the part of the rulers of the world with ensuring that social movements cannot be seen to grow, to flourish, to propose alternatives that those who challenge existing power arrangements can never under any circumstances be perceived to win. I think um, just to cut in myself here, yeah, Corbyn. Anyway, carrying on with Graeber. To do so requires creating a vast apparatus of armies, prisons, police, various forms of private security firms and police and military intelligence. It goes on. Propaganda engine of every conceivable variety, most of which do not attack alternatives directly so much as they create a pervasive climate of fear, jingoistic conformity and simple despair that renders any thought of change in the world seem an idle fantasy. Maintaining this apparatus seems even more important to exponents of the free market, even then maintaining any sort of viable market economy. Economically, this apparatus is pure dead weight. All the guns, surveillance cameras and propaganda engines are extraordinarily expensive and really produce nothing. And as a result, it's dragging the entire capitalist system down with it and possibly the earth itself. Now, obviously, the earth being dragged down isn't a good thing. But dragging capitalism in its current form down or even in any form would probably be a good thing, certainly for the millions of people a bit living in poverty and most of the people affected by the absolute monstrosities we've talked about in this show. Um, follow at E.L. Hopkins on Twitter, Esther. She's really good. Um, she points out people with long COVID should avoid intense exercise, say researchers, and it's just something that's come out today. And it's something we've talked about for a long time and something that I understood simply because I used to do ultra marathons, I had a rest and heart rate of 34, and then my body completely changed and got wrecked and I couldn't use it properly anymore. And I was like, well, I understand this because this isn't normal to me. And because I had lots of um, data on how my body performed from training before, this is when I started to get my head around like what this was. And don't forget, I got my first infection in 2019, which to put it into context was before the second Corbyn general election, which was obviously in the December. So Esther quite rightly points out after saying um, about the long COVID problems, please don't make COVID positive children return after three days. The safety of all is at risk. Please read article on post-COVID exercise. The current... Um, policy is kids coming back to school after three days of infection which is just nuts um also um a bit of something that i really feel alongside like things like um feeding the hood and other initiatives is something we can do so this is from um chancy on twitter whoa WorkSafe bc issued a two hundred and six thousand dollar fine to an industrial camp operator after employee died of covid because of a lack of workplace precautions please let this be the start of the dam break and please do long covid too so what's been said there is and i really feel like this needs to start happening lawsuits directed at employers but also also i really feel it'll have a lot of impact if it targets trade unions too, 
because I'm not saying trade unions do the things that they're supposed to be doing. I think it was the National Education Union had put a document out at some point last year around schools, but it doesn't go far enough, in my opinion. But good effort. And um, we need to see the unions, which is their like bloody job, step up. We also need to see healthcare workers take responsibility, teachers, everything like that, and push this through their unions. Why are you waiting? Like I saw this thing the other day with like about doctors where they were saying they were t- that are too um too busy, so they're not keeping up with their continuous pres- professional development. But I'm just like, you're talking about masks. Like surely like a doctor would know that you need a respirator and not some baggy ass surgical mask. But I don't work in the NHS. So if anybody does, what's going on? Like, seriously, I mean, like, I'm put the slides in a day, but there's like the Rome health systems collapsed, and there's ones around the world that are on the verge of collapse, too. Um, I think it was a critical incident declared in Nottinghamshire NHS yesterday. I mean, this is just the start of January. Um, the wastewater results for COVID in the United States are the second highest throughout the whole pandemic, no mitigations, and that's before, right. Um, biobank report wastewater because they've had a break with Christmas. So the Christmas and New Year figures are not even on that yet. They're talking in a a few weeks that one in three people in the United States are going to have COVID. And as we know, even mild infections can produce um, long COVID and the numbers get increasingly higher with the more repeat infections a person gets. So who's going to do the do the job of looking after people, you know? So I see these lawsuits as hope because we need more. We need accountability. And it's nothing personal. I think people are just trying to get by themselves. But sorry, like, if you jobs, health and safety, and the way people have went on about health and safety for all of my adult work and life, and just basic infe- infection control is not in place, not good enough. Um, just one little shout out as well, uh, lad. I know Ian Hobson. Um, one of his pictures went viral. He does light painting, and this is, um, I think, next to the old Swan Hunters shipyard. Um, extraordinary photo taken in Walls End, Tynewear by Ian Hobson, um, and he's put on the gate. They used to build ships here in light painting, and it just looks absolutely amazing. A couple of artists have hopped on the thread actually, saying that's a mint uh, album cover. <laughs> what a belter! That's totally class. So. Just really happy to see Ian Hobson um, thrive because he's a lovely lad and he's helped me out. Um, it's some of my lowest ebbs in my life, like so, you know. Um, shouts to Phil Richardson. Actually, I've known for a long time that the majority of people are readers on the page. They don't comment. He says, long time reader, first time commenting here. Uh, he's talking about John Pilger. He was truly an inspiration. His book, The New Rulers of the World, was eye opening as well as every documentary of his I've ever watched. Such a great loss. Uh, he quotes, um, uh, Pilger quotation, always look for the truth from the ground up, rarely from the top down. Journalists are never real journalists if they are agents of power, no matter how they disguise that role, real journalists are agents of the people. That's John Pilger. Um, If you haven't got on that, sadly, John died recently. um, And I told a story online recently that it was his book Heroes when I was young. I think um, I was trying to unlearn the things I learned at school. I was 17 when I read it. and I, I recommend somebody the other day who asked, um, read that, start there. Another one from John, 
Many journalists now are no more than channelers and echoers of what George Orwell called the official truth. They simply cipher and transmit lies. It really grieves me that so many of my fellow journalists can be so manipulated that they become really what the French describe as functionaries, functionaries, not journalists. John will be a mess, but I think um, the thing is, right, it's about carrying on the torch, isn't it? And that's, that's the thing here. Um, the bravery that man showed and also, you know, definitely around the work with Cambodia. I mean, Kissinger died recently and John Pilger is literally the reason I know what Henry Kissinger did in Laos and Cambodia and other places too. East Timor. I had no idea about these places when I was a young lad. So I didn't realize until that, that John died, like what a formative um, example of like my evolution as a young man um, his work was for me and I think maybe without even knowing it probably was for you as well um, so he should get his shine most definitely um, if you want to support the work in 2024 and beyond go to patrun.com forward slash cow daily patreon.com forward slash cow daily um, love the patreon forum if you want, like, I can say, we can all say things in there that we can't say on Facebook and whatever. Um, I like that about it. Um, I just also like just the sense of community in there as well. And it's like confidential too. And it's, to be honest, at the minute, I've really needed that. So thank you very much. Also, if you want to support the work via one-off contribution, links in the description for this podcast for PayPal. Cheers, dudes. Um, it would only seem right after I've took your comments to play out with John Pilger, which is what I'll do. Um, but we'll see what you are saying first. Right. Do, do, do. Right. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Who's a boot? Stephen says, BBC is still behind the curve as they quote that Cambridge virologist saying flu is the main concern this winter. He says COVID is still out there, but buried in paragraph five or something. And that's what it is. Buried, which is, I mean, there was so much that didn't make the cut today from like messaging from various NHS trusts and the UK health. I'm just, I just can't even, and I understand why people like react badly to the work that I put out. Cause it's one of the things that's getting us down today. Um, I get it. Status quo bias. It's very real in a psychological sense, but also it's like people who want to tell the truth because people have to then like do this big incremental leap beyond what they could probably stand where they have to like think, hold on a minute, I'm not this like special little individual that I've been told all this time that was just a lie. Like all these Tories and whatever else, like promoting this rugged individualism. If you want to know where this is going, look at Argentina now. Um, we've mentioned Cosmic Aslan on the show. Can have a look. Crazy. Kelly's saying, it's hard when the world and your own brain weasel are dragging you down. Your work's appreciated. Thanks, Kelly. I appreciate it, mate. I use your post about water filters to research a filter for the tap water. I'm reading up on air filters for the house. Means the world was mate, and I really hope it saves you. We've got real, real, real problems. COVID is a level three fucking... <laughs> it's on the same level as tuberculosis, right? If tuberculosis was flying through schools, they'd shut the fucker down. So, you know, we've got... Uh, I really appreciate you saying that. You appreciate me work, mate. You do. I'm finding it very fucking tough at the moment. And I don't know if it's just because I've got all these mad traumatic dates in January or whatever it is. I mean, this week it's like nearly dying in a road crash. 
um, next week, it's um, basically who, somebody who was my best friend. Um, I never really thought about it until he was gone. But he was somebody I would speak to every day, and I miss him every day. And like, I wouldn't be feeling as bad as this today if I am. Um, he was still alive, and that's just a fact. So that's next week. So stay tuned for the great, the great early January unraveling. I'll try my best. As I say, I forced myself to be here today. If you were just joining, to shit one shit start at the air but as i say it was all happy clappy this time last year and then i jumped on a bike and got knocked off it by a fucking dafty on a car so you know forgive us <laughs> jc saying i was the only person my doctor said the other day wearing a mask a pack surgery and yes even the doc was on mask and i bet it was like rattly cough central pal i'm really sorry you're going through that he also goes on to say i have the 100 day cough wipe me out kids were shitting themselves thought i was gonna die i did too and of course, high strength antibiotics now, still rough a week in. Do us a favor, mate. Sends an inbox on the page and we'll have a chat, right? And um, I'll see if I'll be able to put you on to something that might help you. Shouts to Duncan, who's just popped up there. Love you, mate. And congratulations on yeah, um, nuptials, as they say. Love you, mate. Well done. All the best. Right. It would only seem fitting. JC's saying, we'll do, brother, nice one. Do that, man. Um, just one before we go. Two seconds. Me whole things gone, Raj. So if you would subscribe to the Cow Daily YouTube channel, that would be appreciated. Just on that as well, if you would share the show, do all of that kind of stuff and let people know about the work, that would be appreciated. We're just being shadow banned a bit, obviously, because we cover COVID and Palestine, which um, you know, you've seen even Human Rights Watch with Palestine have come out and said that um, pro-peace outlets like us are being um, shadow banned by Meta, which is Facebook and Instagram. Facebook being one of my biggest platforms. So what are you going to do? Please please give her a hand and let people know that we're doing it because, quite frankly, it's a disgrace. We do our best and these buggers make it hard for her. But we keep going. And I swear to God, the north shall always rise again maybe even the south as well i would say so all the way reed here's your boy pilger i'm gonna play out with i um i'll see you next time and just thanks for being here man and um i'm gonna go off and do all of the things that i know to do to cheer myself up and just generally generally i don't even know what to do there's just a whole morass of different things going around my head Anyway, here's your boy, John. Love you. See you later. Starmer was not quite a machine politician, but he was almost perfect for the job. I don't have much faith in the Labour Party. So it, uh, it was almost, uh, it took more than wild horses to get me there to vote for Corbyn, which I did, because I haven't done that for Labour for a long, long time. And Starmer seems to embody the Labour Party. The Labour Party has always been glued to what we would call the establishment. It, it's always been uh, um, the buffer, at best, between extreme conservatism and the rather light version that Labour does represent. 
So Starmer is that, but Starmer was is an altogether more sinister character, in my opinion. Um, you know, he ran the Crown Prosecution Service at the time that uh, Julian Assange was in the Equatorian Embassy, and thanks to the journalist uh, Stefania uh, Maurizzi, uh, who mined the Freedom of Information uh, files, <clears throat> we know that Starmer's CPS uh, deliberately kept Julian in this country when the Swedes were saying, that's it, we've had enough. Uh, whatever their project was has failed. Uh, but no, it was Starmer's CPS that has kept it going. I mentioned that because you'll know how important in a far more than a symbolic way the Assange case is. So that's my only really knowledge of Keir Starmer, except that, you know, he got the obligatory knighthood apparently for those who run the CPS. Otherwise, I know absolutely nothing about him. He is yet another right-wing Labour leader. Oh, go on then. Let's have one more, just for the crack, because that's all it is. Here's the man John Pilger was talking about, Keir Starmer. It's from the peerless at Stoll Sanaforth on Twitter. The work that guy does is respected. Here's Starmer. The FT did a report this summer uh, on a JP Morgan report, which suggested that Peter Manderson had stayed at the uh, New York townhouse of Jeffrey Epstein, in 2009 when he was de facto deputy prime minister and while the financier was in prison for soliciting prostitution from a minor do you think that lord mandelson who is of course a close political ally of yours has some questions to answer uh, jim let me just first, on peter mandelson look in and i do try to give pretty full answers in these sessions i don't know any more than you do um and therefore um there's not really much i can add to um, what you already know, I'm afraid. And, um, you know, that's um, simply the state of the uh, affairs. Thank you, Jim. Interesting there, Kia. And we include this for the historical record. And there's a few comments, what he's got, just before we dip off. Uh, do you, Kelly's saying... Treat yourself gently, keep the light burning. I will, mate. Thank you very much. Kel, same. Nice to see you, pal. Happy New Year, mate, and everyone look after yourselves this year. Joanne, thanks, Mike. See you all later. Love the cool dailies. Right back at you, pal. Much love all. Take care of yourselves, Zoe. All the best. Stephen, good work as always. Take care. Right back at you, pal. Much love. Kirsty Bridges, all the best, pal. Um, Keir Starmer, everybody. What are you going to do? Anyway, love to all as ever. We'll go off and do the work on myself that I know to do, and we'll just see where this goes. But was it a bad start of the year for me? Was it a good start? I don't know. I'm going to go on the side of good because, trust me, I had to fucking force myself to do this today. I refuse to lose. Anyway, all the love. Mm -hmm.